welcome everyone to this episode of Unraveling the Veil with your host, Yara Rose, from the YaraRose.com website. That's Y-A-R-A-R-O-S-E.com. Welcome everyone to this episode of Unraveling the Veil. I am, as always, so excited to speak with you today. Today, I want to talk to you about love, faith, patience, trust, Things I've already talked to you about so many different times before. Have you ever heard the song Spirit Lead Me by Michael Ketterer? It's one of the songs lately that's really been resonating with me. What I've been really loving about the song is it also fits my life so much. It's about faith. It's about trust. It's about believing in that higher power or the other source. And that there's more to life than what it may appear to our human egos, or perceptions. And I'm just going to take this moment to read you a couple of the lyrics that really, really speak to me. It starts off with, this is my worship. This is my offering. In every moment, I withhold nothing. I'm learning to trust you even when I can't see it. And even in suffering, I have to believe it. If you say it's wrong, then I'll say no. If you say release, I'm letting go. If you're in it with me, I'll begin. And yes, when you say to jump, I'm diving in. If you say, be still, then I will wait. If you say to trust, I will obey. I don't want to follow my own ways. I'm done chasing feelings. Spirit lead me. Oh, spirit lead me. It felt like a burden, but once I could grasp it, you took me further than I was asking. And simply to see you, it's worth it all. My life is an altar. Let your fire fall. And then it goes back into the refrain. But what I really love about it is it resonates so strongly with the journey that I've been on about how once you've established this faith and this trust that I've talked about in the earlier episodes, I have spoken about establishing a faith and a trust in this higher power in this other non-physical part of yourself and in the world and how once you've established that baseline, you can gradually increase it and increase it and increase it. And that's still what I'm doing every year. I feel like I'm there. I got it. I finally understand it. And then every year I learn that there's so much more. There's more depth. There's a greater level of trust. There's a greater level of understanding. There's a greater level of surrender. Letting go of the expectations and the perceptions of what you thought you wanted and realizing that You've actually come a lot further. You've received way more than you ever thought you could or you would have ever even thought about asking for. Every day I wake up, I am so grateful for my non-physical friends, for their willingness to love me unconditionally, to show up and be here and guiding me every day to what they know I want and through path of least resistance to everything I've ever desired and will desire. And they always do. They're always there. Always. They never fail. And some days (laughs) I'm not the most gracious about it because some days I get really stuck in my rabbit hole and I really get angry with them and I can't understand why things aren't different. But then I remember, I remember them asking me, do you trust us or do you not trust us? And do you believe that everything is working out in your favor, whether you see it right now or not. And then I remember that every time I've surrendered my personal expectations and preferences, I receive blessings beyond that which I was holding out for. And my life is a lot greater, way better. So I know I didn't do an episode last month, 
and I simply because I didn't have anything to say yet, I have found that, and I don't know, maybe you guys have found this too, but it seems to me now that I track and I'm more consciously aware of things, that every year I go through certain cycles around certain times, and they seem to kind they seem to match up with the cycles of the year. So to me, every March, it seems it's time for some spring cleaning. It's time for getting rid of the old, releasing the old, and bringing in the new. As the new grass is growing and the buds on the trees are coming and stems for the new year's flowers are blooming around and they're popping up and showing growth and new growth, I too am being challenged to release old patterns and cycles and embrace brand new ones that will lay the foundation for an expanded life. And every year, it trips me up a little bit. It does. I know I talked about last year how I received a return to work email that really set me off. And I went through a two-week downroad spiral where I was just uncertain of how life was going to go because I did not have any intention of working back in an office 40 hours a week. That just was not something I was willing to do. And then how that all unraveled into this beautiful, awesome, amazing experience I never would have, I had wanted my whole life, but I had never thought I was capable of having. And this March, I also was triggered by something and it's still unraveling. So I can't share that with you yet, but I will as soon as it all coalesces into the experience that I know is coming. I can feel it. I just haven't seen it yet, but I can feel it and I know it's there and I will share that with you in upcoming episodes. But I did want to share with you an experience that I had had last year. And it kind of manifested last year. So I should say it the feelings and the thoughts and the and the inspirations for this manifestation had occurred probably a year and a half to two years before that. And it just manifested last year. But it has been the most amazing experience and I'm so appreciative of it that I've been wanting to share it with you for a couple of months now and it just hasn't seemed to fit and hadn't been the right time. Today's is the right time because it just it fits with all of the other things I've been talking about, about learning to love, learning to trust, learning to use your intuition and to follow inspirations and be brave enough to take that chance when you feel it's time. When you feel it's time to be patient, you be patient. When you feel it's time to jump in, you jump in. It's all about learning to trust your intuition, learning to trust your messages that you're receiving from your higher power, learning to believe in yourself. Part of what I love about what I do is I empower people to trust themselves, to believe in themselves and what they're what they're hearing, what they're feeling in their heart, what they feel around them, what they want, what they desire. And to know that their non-physical parts of them want that too. And they're trying to lead them there, whether it may seem like it or not, everything that's happening is trying to lead them there. And I can validate that for them. And I can provide greater insights and awareness into how could this be benefiting you? How could this be moving you in that direction? What I really love about what I do is I practice my alignment with my higher power and that enables me to then help offer all of you a broader perspective on how is life working out for you? Because it always is working out in your favor. It's 
what you're putting out there. It's your vibration. How is this scenario working out for you? What is it in your vibration that's causing this scenario? And it's providing you validation that, oh, wow, it is working out for me and it's working out for me this way. So if I were to change this about this or if I look at it this way and then things just open up, like I love watching things open up for people and, and see how they feel like, oh my gosh, I am in control. And if I can do this, what else can I do? That is the most amazing feeling. You are the expert on your life. I'm not. I don't know most of you, but I know my non-physical and I know that my non-physical know your non-physical if we're communicating and we are somehow trying to get a message through to you that could benefit you. And I love that. I love that we have all of these extra unconditional loving, supporting beings in our lives that are driving us towards what we want in our life, what our heart is leading us towards. And sometimes it can be something so completely unexpected. A couple of years ago, I started getting this feeling like I wanted to add a new pet to our family. And I was really confused and frustrated about it because we already had one dog. And I didn't see why we would need another one because our family seems so full and my life seems so busy already. Working full time, doing this stuff on the side and then just trying to be there for my family and do all the other things that are associated with all these other roles. And I just didn't feel like adding another pet would be beneficial. And I remember talking to my life coach about it. And I said, you know, I just, I don't feel like I have the time. I don't understand where this is coming from. And when she chuckled a little bit and said, you're picking up on your dog's feelings. This was before I had realized that that was even possible and I was blown away by how in the world could I, a human being, pick up on the fact that my dog is lonely and she's projecting her feelings of, I want another dog. I want another, another member in this family that's like me and can relate to me in a way that you can't. And I was just completely thrown off by it for like, several months. I just couldn't understand how that was possible. And then the more I understood energy and the more I understood my empathic nature and the more I learned and the more I progressed and understood about everything, the more I could see how lonely she was. And I would talk to my husband about it and be like, I know we don't have time for another dog. I know we don't really want one. I know that's not really in our thing, but I'm like, could you imagine being the only human in a pack of dogs? Could you imagine not having another being in your life that can relate to you on the same level and how lonely that would be and how isolating that would be. And she does love us. Our dog loves us. She loves us so much. I have no doubt that she does, but there's just something about relating to another being that's the same and communicates the same that I feel like she was really missing. And this went on for months and years, actually, to be honest with you, that I just go back and forth. I'm like, I don't want this. My ego doesn't want this. My perception right now is that I don't have time and I don't need another one. We already have one that doesn't get enough attention. Obviously, she's lonely. And I would say last last February to 2021, I started really, really, really getting these strong feelings for I want another dog. Really strong. And I was like, life coach, <laughs> help me out here. Like, I really don't understand. Like, we've talked about this. And she said, Katie... Your grandparents, 
they're trying to send you a new dog. She's like, I can see it. I can see this new white fluffy dog running around with your kids and your dog that you already have. And they're having a blast. They say that they already have one picked out for you. And this spirit, this soul is going to heal your family on so many different levels. And it's just going to bring so much love into this family. And it's just going to complete it. I didn't know what to think. I was like, I don't have time for this dog. Like, that sounds amazing. And I would love to bring that healing into my family. And I would love to bring that extra dog to our other dog, our existing dog, so that way they can have that relationship and they can play together in a way that only they can play together. I would love that, but I just don't have time. And I was seriously like breaking down. Like, I don't see how it's possible. She said, well, let's look at it differently. Let's remind ourselves that everything is working out in our favor and that you really do want this dog and that Instead of looking at it as more chores and more responsibilities, why don't you try looking at it as other ways to show up in a loving way in this life and how amazing it feels when you share your love with someone, something that shares it back with you and how good it would feel to take care of this being in in that way, how knowing that this, this soul is in your family helping it heal and bringing a playmate for your other dog. And then you can give it a bath to help it, to repay it for its love and generosity. And I was kind of shocked. I had never thought of it that way. And the more I thought about it that way, the more I really liked the idea. And then when my daughter came to me and asked me for a puppy, she was going to be turning seven. And the two things on her birthday list were a puppy or a cell phone, (laughs) which I always joke about, like, you're seven going on 16. You you know, like that 16-year-olds want that or, you know, teens want that, not seven-year-olds. They don't usually need the cell phones. But and at first I told her, absolutely not. We are not getting another dog. You don't pay attention to the dog you have. But then as all of this stuff had started happening, I said, you know what? If you want a dog, you keep putting that out in the atmosphere. You keep putting out there that you want this dog. And, you know, let's just see what happens. Because you never know how the universe works. I'm not seeing us having a dog right now, but you just never know. So you just keep putting that out there. You keep manifesting that for yourself, and we'll just see what happens. And she said, okay, I can do that. I'm going to have a dog. I'm going to have an inside dog, and it's going to be amazing. And the more she did that and the more I opened up to what I had heard in my session and how I was feeling about having a dog in general, the more I started thinking about things like how my own pet that I had purchased in third grade that I had talked to you about previously in a different episode, how that pet reminded me that I was always loved and No matter how hard my day was at school, I could come home and I could feel that love from that animal. And I had a friend that I could always count on. And I started thinking about my kids and what having this new animal in our life could do for them. And how it could bring a completely different level of love to their existence. How it could bring a completely different experience to their existence. And how much that love of my own animal in that same age group benefited me. And I was like, 
I have to get them a dog. I want to get them a dog. I want to get them this white dog, this white little fluffy dog that that my life coach saw in her vision. I want to do that. And I started looking and it was impossible to find, it felt like. I, I mean, I think I looked for, I don't know, it seemed like forever, right? When you get something and you finally decide, I'm going to go for it, I'm going to get that, then actually manifesting it can sometimes feel like forever, even though it's not. It just kind of feels like that. And that's where I wanted to talk about how amazing and, and beautiful and wonderful trust and faith is, because... Even though I had this beautiful, wonderful faith and trust, I had a thing in my mind that I wanted to accomplish. I wanted to get my daughter and my son a pet. I wanted it to be here by the beginning of the summer, so that way they had all summer to train it before they had to go back to school, and that they could bond with this pet, and they could, it could be more of their pet, because that's why I was getting it, was for them, for our dog, for the healing of the family and the joy that it could bring in our lives. But I really wanted the puppy to be around with them because that was the main goal was for them to get attached to each other and help each other through life like my own dog had done for me. So I'm looking every day. I'm looking, I'm on the boards. I'm looking at the newspapers. I'm looking all over and I can't find it. And I was like, okay. They said they already have the animal for me. They said they've already picked it out for me. It had already been born. They have it. It's just got to manifest in my life. It just has to become available. And it's going to become available. And when it does, I will find it. But as the time grew closer and closer and closer to the end of the school year, I was getting really, oh my gosh, I just want one. I just want to get this dog. I just want to get this dog. And I started doubting my own trust and my own faith that there was something out there. And then there was this one weekend. It was a I think it was a Friday night I found one that I really liked the looks of. It was it was local. I could get it easily within like an hour or two. And it was perfect because if I had gotten it the next week, I'd have a long three-day weekend to help get this dog adjusted into our life before we had to go back to work and school. And I emailed the lady on it. Its name was Bubbles. And it wasn't exactly the right kind. And it definitely wasn't the right color. But I was like, I just really want this dog and this timing would be so perfect. I'm going to just send this email out there. It doesn't mean I have to get it, but we could always meet the dog and see if if it feels right. I know it's not the one. I knew in my head, in my heart, I knew it wasn't the one we were meant to get. It wasn't that white dog that my life coach saw in her vision. But in my mind, I was like, okay, it's not necessarily the one they were talking about, but I bet you it could still do all of those things that this other dog was supposed to do for us. So I'm just going to try. I'm just going to see what happens. I'm just going to send this out there and I'm going to let it go. I'm not going to hang on to it. I'm just going to let it go, see what the universe brings into my existence. Okay, so then that was on a Friday. And then Monday morning, I had gotten an email back from the lady telling me to call her because she wanted to talk about it. And I called her and I listened to her talk about her procedures and kind of why she's as strict as she is and why why the kids wouldn't be allowed to view the dog. It would only be one person. And then after that, they could meet it once I got it, but they couldn't come in and see it. By the time I got off the phone, I was just like, oh, in my heart, this does not feel right. I think the dog's fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but it just doesn't feel right to me. That whole conversation, all of it just didn't feel right energetically. It felt heavy and thick and gross. So I thought about it for a little bit. And then I said, 
you know, spirit, please help me. Please guide me in this moment because this doesn't feel right. And I know you have a dog somewhere that's meant for me. And I know that I'm getting in my own way (laughs) by trying to put this timeline on it. And I need to be more patient. And I'm sorry. No, I give it up to you. I know that you are going to bring me the dog that you have always meant for me too. And I know that I just need to let go of this timeline. Because how often when we want something, do we get in our own way? Because we impose this timeline about how it has to be done at a specific time that just fits in our schedule that just fits perfectly we just get this idea this image of yep it's going to be done by this and if it doesn't we add more and more resistance we add more and more stress and pressure into our lives i do it all the time with those manifestations that mean the most to me and it is so unbelievably frustrating because every time i do it i start going oh my gosh i did it again (laughs) oh my gosh i did it again why why do I keep doing this? It just presents that moment in time where you're like, well, wait a second, wait a second, I'm doing it again. I'm creating a timeline that may not benefit me and my higher self. And if I were to let go of this timeline, if I were to say, yeah, it'd be nice to have it done by such and such day, but I'm going to leave it up to you, higher source, higher powers, non-physical friends, because I know that you can see more than I can. It may be if I impose this timeline, I'm going to get something that I don't necessarily want just because I took something different than what I really wanted. And what I really wanted was right around the corner. And if I had just waited another day, another week, another couple of months, another year, I would have had everything I had wanted, but I couldn't wait that time. I couldn't wait that time. So instead I'm living with this, with the second place trophy, the second place option. So on this day, I said, Spiritual community, I know you have the right dog for me. And this dog doesn't feel right to me, but I'm just going to lay everything up to you because I believe in you and I trust you and I know that you have it all worked out for me. And then I had an inspiration to refresh my browser that is obviously set to the pets for sale puppies. And as I do, the first thing I see is a little white puppy for sale within a half hour from where I live. And I jumped up and down. I knew immediately by looking at that picture that that was my puppy. That was the one that they had been trying to send me. That was the one they had been preparing me for. That was it. And I immediately sent an email to the lady asking when we could come see it, if it was still available, all the details. And she said we could come see it that night, but we had already had plans So we set up an appointment to meet the puppy the next night. If you guys have been listening to me for any length of time, you know that I draw cards every single day for messages, extra little messages from the universe that they have for me. And that very next day, I drew card 36, Soul Family. And I just want to read you what it is because it was validation for me that this was the puppy we were meant to have. This was the puppy we were going to be getting. And it says, Your soul family wants you to know how much you are loved and how well you are doing. Your soul family consists of other souls that have similar values and ideas to you. When you ask a question, its energy vibrates throughout the universe, bringing souls and their light beings to share responses and information. They are overjoyed to connect and co-create with you. Your questions and experiences on earth move you and them to an expanded awareness about love, life, and purpose. If we go back far enough in time, there was a point when all was connected, where all was one. As time progressed and energy was released and the source was separated, 
We all originated from this source, so whatever form the members of your family take, you will recognize them because they are a part of you. We know it in our hearts when we encounter a member of our soul family. Even if we can't explain it, we often refer to this as the meeting of a soulmate. Remember, a soulmate can come in many guises, a lover, a friend, a parent, a child, or an animal. And turn up when you're needed to remember the love that you are. And I knew that this animal was our soul family animal and it was meant to come to us. So after school and work, I picked up the kids and on the way to view the puppy, we decided to just stop and get some food and toys because we figured regardless, we'd be having a new puppy in our house soon anyways. And then we went and looked at the dog and it was the most amazing experience ever because when my daughter saw this puppy, it was truly a soul connection. It was instantaneous. The dog went straight to her. She picked it up and would not let it go. <laughs> she really would not let it go. <laughs> she, she wouldn't even let her brother hold it because she was like, no, this is mine, this is mine, da, 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 da. And he just kind of pet it for a little bit and kind of held it, kind of, which I don't think she ever really relinquished it totally. I looked at the, the owner and I was like, well, she is definitely coming home with us. So we brought home Ella and she has been amazing. She has been so much fun. I have never had a dog quite like her. She she was actually older than what normally is that we get puppies. Usually we get them around six weeks, but Ella was nine weeks when we got her because the family had been planning on keeping her as their own. They decided that they were going to part with her, but I just knew that that was the universe's way of, of making the transition easier for me because she had already started potty training. She had already started doing, so they, they had already done some of the hard work for me to make my life easier. I've never brought a puppy home that has only had like one accident in the first week ever. So that was a godsend. You can't tell me it wasn't. I know it was. It, it was unique. It was divine intervention. And Ella, from the very first week, she has loved our entire family. She would wait up at the top of the stairs for the kids to wake up, and she would be so excited when they'd get up there. She would be jumping up and down. She couldn't sit still. She has loved us all, and she has shown us so much, and she has taught me so much about life and about how to love something in a completely different way that I've ever loved something before. And her energy is just so indescribable. I've had dogs my entire life. And Ella's really special. I can't put my finger on it. It's, she just feels different. She's just perfect for us. And because of all the work that I've done on myself, I feel like I can actually love her in a way that I wasn't able to love any other pet that I've had before. Because... I can wholeheartedly love her. And sometimes that means that when something isn't going right with her, it hurts a little more. But when I was growing up, we'd lose a lot of dogs. We lived on a farm and they would sneak out and they'd get run over by trailers or trucks. Or... We lost a lot of dogs. So I learned to close my heart down. I learned to protect myself from the pain of losing this animal. And because I cleared my heart wall and I no longer have that wall in front of my heart closing myself off from things. 
because I know that there is no such thing as death in that our animals, our so- those souls that are in our lives with us and pass away are still with us. I feel safe and empowered to love this new dog with everything that I have. And I do. And she loves us all with everything that she has. And she reminds us all the time. She sits on our lap and she licks us and she reminds us every day to just enjoy life because she's one of those dogs that she's just always happy. I shouldn't say she's always happy because when the kids are gone, you can tell her whole demeanor changes. She just acts like she knows she's missing something in her family, her whole, she's not completely happy unless everybody's at home and she knows everybody is safe. But generally speaking, she is a happy, lighthearted soul that is so curious and gets distracted easily outside because she just loves to explore this and she loves to explore that and she just enjoys her life and she enjoys the moment and she just brings that energy in to our house and we feel it and then we pick up on it and it just makes everything so much better. So I don't know how you feel about pets and animals in general, but I also have another card I get on a regular basis that has helped me to understand how to look at my pets differently and how to understand our relationship with Ella even more and why that open, loving connection that we feel with her is so important and makes such a difference in our lives. And again, I'm going to read this to you so that way you can understand too. Soul companions on your journey. Spend time with your pet or in the company of an animal to realize that the same light that flows through you flows through all living creatures. We all create different containers for our soul experiences. Depending on our individual desires and dreams, humans experience greater contrast than animals. That is why our influence and creations are wider reaching. However, this also makes it easier for us to split and stray from our hearts. Animals reflect the divine love that we are. When we are around animals, it is easier to move into alignment where we can be inspired to create grander creations. People often believe they receive unconditional love from an animal. As an animal is most likely to be aligned with its soul instinct and doesn't need you to be different to who you are for it to feel loved, you will feel free to be who you are. When you emulate this behavior for yourself, life becomes more relaxed, loving, and your relationships will catapult to a whole new level of joy. So instead of looking at our two dogs, Ella and Kenzie, as pets that we own, I have now started looking at them as other soul companions entered into our lives and our family to help make our soul journeys more complete, more vibrant, more loving. And to teach us to be more loving and understanding and compassionate and caring. And that we truly make each other's lives better. Ella has brought so much joy and happiness and love and curiosity and fun into our life. Kenzie and her are really a joy to watch play because yes, Kenzie still gets a little sad when Ella comes in and she's left outside. But when those two are out there together, they play so good together. It's kind of funny because Ella's a Morky, so she's a smaller dog. 
And Kenzie is a three-quarters golden retriever and a quarter walker coon hunt dog. She kind of looks like a lab. And when you see them playing together, sometimes it looks like Ella is legit a stuffed animal that's being tossed up in the air. But it's really her jumping up and down on the golden retriever. And they love it. They both enjoy it so much. And to know that we brought that love and that connection into Kenzie's life, it means a lot to us because Kenzie... When we brought her into our life, she did so much for us as well. Both of our pets have changed our lives. They have made them better. They have made them more full. This isn't me trying to convince you to get a dog because you don't have to. That's not what this is about. It's about showing you how the whole process can work. The process of being inspired to do something that you may not have thought you wanted can actually bring in something into your life that you never thought you we're looking for or needing or missing and about how trusting and having faith and being patient when it's time to be patient can bring in the perfect addition, the dream job, the dream car, the dream home, the dream pet, whatever it is that you were inspired or in your heart of hearts, you feel is what you want. Your non-physical, your source, they will get you there. And you will feel it in your heart when you found it. I know we did. I hope you found the story of our journey to finding Ella to be useful in understanding how wonderful and amazing the unfolding of your dreams can be. And how inspirations from the non-physical can bring you the most amazing manifestations that you may or may not have thought were ever possible. As always, I thank you so much for spending your time with me. And I wish you the most love, light, and inspiration. With all of my love, Yara Rose.